get out, you're going to see a bird problem. Yeah, and then a lot of times, a simple example, when people, they, they, they say this very innocently, I didn't want to feel that. So the feeling occurred, conscious contact occurred, and then their head came up and said, I didn't want to feel that, as if they had power not to feel it. Because the conscious contact is the primary condition. The mental state comes after the conscious contact. But in this case, the mental state is being used to imply that it's before the conscious contact. And now, when they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, it uses that to convey or imply that there's a someone who's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, something. Not a no-thing, not a spirit, not consciousness, not awareness, but a body, yeah? A body identification. So, it doesn't come to that naturally. The body identification has to be reinforced. It has to be retold, like, every freaking minute, yeah? So, how it does it? Mm. So again, I'll just start with the non-duality. It's just non means not, and duality means two. That's it. Yeah? It's just saying not two, and then it's not turning and pivoting and then starting to look for the one. Because in this case, you are the one that you're looking for. So there's no looking for the one. There's just a negation of two. Yeah? So not two. And then what happens is, like a great master said, uh, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So basically, all of us as a body are off the game board, yes? Because obviously, the body's not perceiving. Whatever can be perceived, the great master Hoang Po from China, Zen master, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So there you go. It's not the body that's seeing. It's not the body that's seeing. So it seems, oh, that seems to be very innocent, but it's very substantial, because it's one of the bases of our whole assumption all day, is that we're doing a lot of shit we have nothing to do with. Yeah? And then while we're trying to do ourselves into all these other things, we're not questioning the basic dynamic of the exact nature of what's going on. And the exact nature of the wrong is there's an act of being identified as what you're not. Yeah? So you're using you to look for you. And I shouldn't be. It's not a shouldn't. It has nothing to do with should or should. It's good to see it. Because when you see it, you don't have to stop it. You just see you're not that, which is using you to look for you. Yes? It's not about, oh, I'm going to stop using me to look for me. That doesn't go anywhere. You just see you're not that, which is using you to look for you. Yes? You're not that. It's always in a negation. It's not like, all right, I got to get down to work. No. The seeing brings about a recognition of what's going on, yeah? And it doesn't have any, any uh, dog in the hunt. It doesn't, it just sees. And in that seeing, things get rearranged, yes? So it's not like I should or shouldn't. You just see what the mental state is doing. And the mental state is doing one big movement. It's claiming, yeah? So what happens is consciousness brings us into contact with things, yes? And then the mental state arises and says, I'm the one who's in contact with things. That's what happens. So suddenly, that which is before is moved, and that which comes after the idea of you is put before, yes? So now you're seeing from that which comes after, and then you're looking for that which is before from that which comes after. That's why you're blind, because you are that, 
as the before appearing to be looking for itself as the after. Yeah? This is never going to find this. This is going to be negated and then it will realize it's this. Yeah? This is never going to find this out here. It's using what we are to look for what we are. To emphasize what you're not. You see? It's a heist. It's a little movement. And the movement is based on time. It's based on time. Timeless contact is consciousness. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Demonstrating no effort, is it? You run out of seeing today? I get five. <laughs> I got a movie I want to see. I can't. Uh, you, know, but just, you, know, you don't pay your fucking scene bill and the thing shuts off. And, uh, fucking pull up page plus, cellular, whatever. You know, I run out of data. No, no, <laughs> Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching quite effortlessly. Yeah, quite effortlessly is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Okay, that's the basis. Then time seems to occur, which has us, we are the root of it, yeah? Then in time, the mental state appears and says, it claims the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching to imply what? The seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. So now living turns into an interpretation. So the seeing, which is a verb, yes? This is what's happening, seeing. That verb is translated into noun, yes? Subject, object. So now I'm the seer of the seeing. So suddenly that which is seeing, which is that pure, 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 no polarity, no this or that, suddenly it gets polarized because the mental state goes, the seeing implies the seer and the seeing. Subject, object. This is what non-duality is attempting to negate. It's not taking away the scene, it's taking away the little add-on of seer, seen. It doesn't have to remove it, because you are what's seeing it. You don't have to try to stop that, that would actually reinforce it. You just see it, yeah? You see the scene that's the only underlying reality, and the seer and seen are little mental add-ons. Now they can ride it, but they don't fucking obscure it anymore. Yeah? So now the mental state keeps translating every scene into see or scene, but the scene is being emphasized right where you are. The scene finally is getting its due. Yes? So all the attention and interest isn't flooding into the interpretation and actually culminating to be all about you. There's a scene of it. So it doesn't have to change. You just see it. Because the mental process is like blood being pumped. It's going to keep producing this division. That's what it does. The mental process is like bifocals. It's going to see what's happening, or it's going to actually become a, a conscious of what's happening. And in that, it's going to cut them into two. It's going to have the seeing, and suddenly the emphasis will be on the seer and seeing. So all day, the seeing, in this interpretation, sees a lot of different objects, but it's always implying the one subject as the seer, you. This is the bondage of self, yeah? So you'll, you allow, you see tons of different objects, the scene is always changing, but what's being attributed to is always the same seer, yes? So you now become the, the emphasis of the whole interpretation, like this book says, 
the brain, well, that sounded good. <laughs> the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. It's a beautiful statement. The brain, which is taking in a lot of information, is collating all the information to and interpreting it to the body. So it is interpreting seeing and everything that's seen to the seer. Yeah, it's, it's interpreting all hearing to the hearer and the herd, yes? All feeling to the feeler and the felt. So now we're in duality. And non-duality is just a negation of that. It's just saying there's an undifferentiated light that has never differentiated. It appears to be differentiated. It's seemingly, which means it appears to you to be differentiated, but it, oh, it has to have you to appear to be real. <laughs> <laughs> Without the, the false subject, you wouldn't be fooled by it at all. So, so it appears to be real, and there's a negation of that. It will continue to appear to be real, but your fucking heart and soul won't be real anymore. Yes, you'll be able to travel lighter through whatever this interpretation provides, because it's going to keep parsing the scene into see a scene, hearing heard. It's going to do it. It's not going to stop. Yes? But your interest and attention in that endeavor will be lifted. Yes? And now, your interest and attention, instead of being enslaved to that constantly pointing to you as the one, gets dismissed from that fucking dead preoccupation and maybe enriches your day and maybe allows an enrichment of others during your day. Yes? Yeah. And then you'll know the tree by its fruit. You don't have to have a, an authority to tell you something's occurred. You'll feel it in your gut. Something is clear. This, when I, this became available, like it's always available, but, but when it came, became available to me, it, became, it's, it was like an unspoken yes. It was just like acknowledgement. It's like the greatest guilty plea to, to uh, plead to. Yes, yeah. I've been trying to get out of self is self. Yes, I'm guilty. Was using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yes, I'm guilty of being, you know, of seeking for the sort. Yes, yes, yes. Let it go all things. Let the spiritual pants fall down. Don't pick them up. And let's fucking start anew. Yes. And then if you start anew, you may not be looking much anymore for what you're not, for what you are, because you are what you're looking for. Yes, and it will become clear, like they say in Zen, blue is blue, red is red, things will become clear. Yes, and in that clarity and all these things happening, not caused by this, but expressed as this, yeah, you'll realize on a one deep level you're traveling lighter throughout whatever life has in store for you and all the parsing and interpretation, you'll travel lighter through it. And after years of traveling lighter through it as this, that which you're not, you reach a level, what more do you want? Yeah? This is not a chariot of the gods. You're not, this isn't going to be the vehicle of transcendence. <laughs> it isn't. I mean, this is like a Toyota. <laughs> if you can polish it, but you're never going to polish it into a Lamborghini. You're not. It's got a certain fundamental programming that you're not going to override. Yeah, so you might as well not step ahead and try to get a solution. Step back and know you are the solution. Yes, why not? It's much the easier, softer way. So, 
What happens at these talks, hopefully not this talk, but at when people <laughs> present these ideas, there's many pitfalls they don't emphasize, I feel. Or I didn't. I haven't gone to a meeting since 2000, but when I was going, there was a lack of emphasis on which I think is the most important point, which is this idea of the inability to communicate to a lion from a lion that it's a lion, yeah? It just amazed me. How does this keep going? How can a lion go to a meeting about being a lion and leave it with the hope that it can become like a lion? I just can't. It just blows my mind. So there had to be some activity that's obscuring the lionness from the lion. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, because the message can be super clear. If you're a lion, I mean, you don't need to. It's not like five thousand pages of comments. You know, you're a lion, and you would think. Oh, sometimes I even get closer. I'm like, right up, you're a lion. And you think if you, if you close the distance, it wouldn't get distorted. But it doesn't matter. You can be like right next to the person. It gets distorted. Okay? I remember I gave a talk, like every talk, 40 minutes about uh, self. And then the guy sitting right in front says, can you talk about self? I said, he's been talking about self for 45 minutes. How did it get lost in that short distance? Yes? Because whatever's said is going to be made what it is based on what's hearing it, where you're sitting. And what I'm saying is the mental state's ability to present itself as you is faster than any process you could try to use to what you I just do not believe you could get before the process of the brain organizing this event as itself. It's just too fast. Yeah. So the only place you can outdraw it is in timelessness, which is your inherent state. Yeah. If you try to use a process to get behind this process, it will claim to be doing that process. Yes? It does. Everything you do or think you do, it will claim it. So if you meditate, all the while the mental state is claiming, using the meditation to imply the meditation. It may be working, it may not be working, but it's doing it. It's always doing it. Whatever it comes in contact with, it's going to use that thing, whatever it is, any action, every book, any event, any seeing, hearing, feeling, to imply there's a you. Yeah? And so that you thinks it's hearing a message, and that's how your lion message doesn't get through to the lion. Because the sheep believes it's hearing the message. So the sheep neuters the message of being a lion and turns it into, I can become like a lion. Which is not the message. The message is, you're a lion. Yes, I love that. You're, you're a lion. Here it comes, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. Enters the sheep ears and it turns into, I can become like a lion. That's not the message. So you keep coming back. All right, you're a lion. You're, I think I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And then the sheepness just comes over, and uh, it wants to become like a lion. That's not the message. Because a sheep can spend tons of years becoming like a lion. Tons of it. Tons of years. And it's never going to, like, Hoang Po said it so clearly, you you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So you can't use the lion to seek the lion being identified as a sheep. You can do it for eons and nothing's going to happen. All the seeking is going to reinforce the sheep. Yes? All the learning about the lion as a lion taking itself to the sheep is going to reinforce the sheep. It's not going to liberate the lion from the sheep. It's going to, it's going to incite the sheep to look for liberation as a sheep. 
which is more bondage. You see, if you are what you're looking for, the looking for it is the blindness to it. If you are what you're looking for, if you're not based on, if you don't have a sense of that assumption, then you're lost. Then basically, <laughs> probably the next room, there'll be a path being offered. Go there. And you'll feel better, and you'll, oh, I'm doing better in this shit. No. <laughs> So the message here doesn't come from me, and it's not directed at you. It isn't. I'm throwing it over your head, hopefully, and because I don't have to aim to hit everywhere. I just throw it up. All I got to do is gauge is how far your mental state can reach, and try to throw it over there. And so we're not like, oh, we talk for five minutes, then we go into a loving gaze. And then we go into a deep thing, because the mental state will regroup like that. You'll be here again. Yeah? So we, what we do is try to overwhelm the system. So you go, oh, I, I heard that before, and then but throw another and another. So the system collapses because the system of knowing is its defense mechanism. Because the fact is, what we are is being what we are. Knowing is the booby prize, completely. So we try to overwhelm the system like a like spiritual sperm. Yeah. We send out the sperm, blah, 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 this or that. And with the hopes, there's the big mother mind, the egg of mother mind, yeah. And we just want, only need is one sperm to get through, yes? And if it hits the mother egg, the mind conceives of something. Not the mental state, the mind conceives of something. Hey, I may not be that, yeah? And then suddenly, another, it, it, another baby gets born, I can be free from it. Now you're on to something. And then what happened with me when it occurred, as soon as that second possibility arose, I could be free from it, it told me in a flash, I had been trying to be free as it my whole life. I have been trying to get out of Paul as Paul. I've been trying to get free as Paul, through Paul, by Paul. And the freedom is from Paul. It's a recognition of what I'm not, and then I experience, I don't experience, I experience everything from what I am. Yeah. You're not going to experience what you are. You'd have to be something different to experience what you are. And you're not. The only possibility we have concerning what we are is being it. You can't study it. You can't know it. You can't experience it. But you can study what you're not. You can know what you're not. And you can experience what you're not with the hopes that it will tell you you're not that. And so every meaning, there is no non-duality meaning. Because where would it be? It's a duality meaning. We're trying to describe the subject-object with the hopes that what you are sees it's not that. Because it, it doesn't have to wait for it to stop because it's not going to. Yeah? Do not wait for it to, do not wait for this thing to agree. Yeah? You are not this. Do not let this hold leverage over you because you want it to be there to get it. It's not going to. It's not going to experience its own absence. It's impossible. It's not available. And this is the thing. This isn't that thrilling because it's not an experience. You're just awake, which is your inherent state. You're awake to being awake instead of being asleep to being awake. The awakeness is a fact. 
is a fact. Now you can seem to be asleep to that fact in time, which means it's appearing to that which is awake that it's asleep, or you can be awake to that fact, which means it's appearing to that that is awake that it's awake. That's basically it, yeah? But it doesn't change the fact of awakeness. And if you can't see conscious contact as the demonstration of what you are, I mean, I can't, how can you miss it? It's the basis of everyone's day. And there's no thought or effort involved in it. So why would we believe that through thought and effort, we would arrive at that which shows no thought or effort? Consciousness is not doing consciousness. This is a weird thing about mindfulness. Mindfulness, mind is full of mind. It doesn't practice mindfulness. It's completely mindful. <laughs> you want to take it and use it as a skillful means as what you're not? Go fucking ahead. But what you are is completely mindful. It is mind. So I, for me, the important thing, and isn't for me, is to just see how it regroups, the system. First is claiming, so when you go here about what you are, you're basically, the mental state is presenting that it's you as what you're not is hearing this message, and it neuters it. The baby, the birth of the idea of being a lion becomes, I can become like a lion. That's a dead birth. And then you think to, to comply with that dead birth, then you want to know and study and practice. You don't need, if you're a lion, you don't have to practice being a lion. If you're a sheep, you're going to have to practice quite a lot. And you're always going to bar at the end. <laughs> you can't keep the lion, you can keep the lion act in a retreat, but come here. You'll be barring like crazy. Yeah? This has to be always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. If there's one requirement, you'll fuck it up. The head will make more and more and add new degrees, and they'll just create a separation in time in what you are, where there is no separation and no time. This is so direct, we're missing it. It's so always here, we can't recognize it. It's really like the fish looking around in the water, bitching about how dry it is, really. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, this is like my ninth talk. I'm getting fucking tempered, short-tempered. <laughs> I had a sword, I cut my head off first and cut your fucking heads off. <laughs> this is a simple invitation. It's so simple. And you can serve the spiritual subpoena. See what, you'll be called from a vertical call, not a horizontal call. Something vertical will inform you of things. And then sometime, then there'll be some change. And you'll travel lighter. And you'll lose interest what, to what doesn't deserve interest. Yeah? To be interested in finding yourself as what you're not is the biggest deterrent of all. Yeah, spiritual addiction is the worst addiction, not the worst, I just want to paint a big picture. Spiritual, <laughs> spiritual addiction is insane because there's no interventions. No one's going to come up and say, hey, you've had enough talk. I'm sending your retreat money back. You don't need another retreat. This is your 35th retreat. Take the fucking money and you know, give it to someone else. But no, it will go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. You know? 
I read this op-ed once, it was in this magazine, Tricycle, very nice Buddhist magazine, very good articles. But they had an op-ed in this one, it was just half a page. And this famous, I didn't know who he was, but supposedly famous Western meditation teacher, he'd been teaching for 30 years or something, was having strange phenomena with all his long-term students. They were getting in touch with him and saying, nothing's happened. <laughs> so I just fucking pull the emergency brake and off the bus. Don't even wait for the next stop. I mean, thank you. You saved me a lot of time. <laughs> but no. Oh, but see, if you don't want to see it, you'll rationalize it. You'll think it's going to be different for you. It's not. You cannot get into yourself because you can't. You can't be out of yourself. <laughs> you don't. Can, you can't get into the moment. You've never been out of the moment. <laughs> do you really? Do you believe you can get into the moment? If you do, you believe you could be out of the moment. That's insane. No one's left any moment they've ever been in. <laughs> oh, I wasn't there, but the surveillance cameras, you were there, right there. Oh, I was in Hawaii. No, you were in Nobu, you know, Hobo. There's the picture right there. Oh, no, I was tripping out. No, we weren't. There's no escaping this here and now. No. We make up a lot of there and thens, but they're all contained in here and now. Nothing that we think of breaks through this little here and now. Nothing. It's all imaginary going off on this and that. You don't go anywhere. You never have. And you never will. You didn't come and then you're going to leave. You are the space. Yeah. Allow some of that to come into your day. It'll allow you to travel lighter. Yeah. And you'll save a lot of money on your spiritual budget. <laughs> and hopefully, if you do, you should tithe at least 10% to me. <laughs> thousands of dollars and you know what you'll be okay you'll be okay if you don't do all the things you think you have to do you will yeah the big spiritual roof isn't going to fall on your head you'll be left off your own probation really yeah yeah you're you know inherently you're okay even as what you're not you're okay <laughs> And then hopefully you can sense, you'll sense that engine that you don't recognize, that engine of time, yeah? You'll sense it slowing up. You'll sense that urge that's constantly moving you to the next moment. Chill off. You'll feel it almost like a hand coming off the gas or a foot coming off the gas, yeah? And then when it, everything isn't moving so quickly, you see things more clearly, yes? You can actually capture something and see beauty and do this and be, and be engaged because you're always available at all times. You're present, and if you're present, which we are, we're available. And if you're available, you're of service, yeah? You're of service. There's an attitude of being available. And what most people really need is just someone holding the space, really, for what they're not. So they can finally tell the truth about what they're not. So there can be a lifting of what they're not. Yeah? So that they can travel lighter. I want to read something in the course, if you don't mind. Yes? This book is like a download. But this is, uh, to me, one of the most beautiful negations. So... 
He doesn't spend any time talking about what we are. He goes right into a description of what we're not. So why? Because hopefully the, the messenger is trying to send his message to what's hearing, not who. Yeah? Not who's being, not that we're, what we're hearing about. i got to find it though. Hold on, let me uh, concentrate. That's difficult. I should know this by now. I've used it so many times. <laughs> I always forget the pages. Maybe it's 368. Well, it doesn't matter. We don't need it. But let's just say one thing. He makes very, very clear, which I really like, which is that the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah? That's really all you need to hear in a sense. So that which is collating the seeing, the hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then all the thoughts that are noticed about the past and the future, all that is being collated to interpret it to the body. So you are seen as the subject of all subjects that runs into a lot of objects. This is the antithesis of what non-duality is pointing at. It's saying, that's not two. There's none of that. That's not actually really happening. It's appearing to happen, but it's not happening. Yes? What will occur? You'll travel lighter through it. You won't take yourself so seriously. Because if you set out trying not to take yourself so seriously, that's taking yourself seriously. You can't get out of the role you play. Yeah? Just like it says in recovery, in addiction and recovery, you've got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. All right? So, all right, what happens if that which is acting like me right now is playing God, and you can see it, like when you wake up in the morning and it tells you how the whole day's gonna be, that's playing God, isn't it? When it tells you how, oh, I know who he is, what he's like, that's playing God. Oh, it's gonna be terrible, that's playing God. It's, there's something is playing God all day. So in recovery, it says you gotta quit playing God, it doesn't work. All right, so what happens if that which is playing God hears that? So that which is playing God goes, hey, I gotta stop playing God. So now that which is playing God tries to stop playing God. Isn't that playing God? <laughs> and if I would tell me when that would break. When would that break? When would that which is playing God succeed in quit, quitting playing God? It would be playing God. Yeah? This cannot get out of it. That's the dilemma. The dilemma is all our attempts to get out. They fail because you can't get out of what you're not in. You see, all you do is see you're not that which is playing God. You don't wait, you don't try to send that which is playing God to stop playing God school. <laughs> you don't waste the tuition because it's gonna, it's gonna reinforce that which is playing God. You just see you're not that which is playing God. You're not that. That's, that's being assumed while the narration is going on, pontificating about the rest of your life or do this or that person's out to get me. You don't want this bullshit. It's not, it's not you. And what happens when you see it's not you? There's just a loss of interest in it, really. And the loss of interest in it is sort of like the, the volume control. The volume, why it seems so ever-pressing is the volume's up, yeah? <laughs> And as that volume, you can't try to put it down. That's more up. What happens is there's a loss of interest in it. The volume goes down. And then 
certain senses that you weren't picking up becomes fucking obvious. You feel the conscious presence of something, yes. You start seeing tons of coincidences and things, and you see beautiful, majestic little choreographies going on. All these things are there for your eyes to see. But right now, the eyes are blind because something has taken over those eyes, and they're using the eyes that see to interpret everything to the body. Yeah. I don't know how I can say it anymore. It's just, that's, but I will, you know. <laughs> but it's an invitation. If you, don't, if you don't think you received it, maybe ask who's that that thinks it didn't receive it. Maybe you're not that, and maybe there is a receiving of it. See, that's the beauty of it. That which you're not is arising to say that which is is. It just happens. It's not gonna. You're not gonna domesticate it. Yeah. You're not gonna. It's not gonna. You're not gonna live communally with it. <laughs> it just. It's just a view that wants to fucking elbow out all other views. It wants to see everything from a self-centered position. It wants to see everything as how it pertains to us. Now, that's going to continue, but you can have a much bigger, larger panoramic lens right behind that activity. Yeah, Not totally focused in, but a very large lens that picks up at that activity and then picks up a lot of space around that activity. It's not like the theater isn't all there is in the viewing. Yeah. The theater continues, but now there's an emphasis of a lot on a lot up more, yeah? Now your eyes are seen. Yeah. And of course it brings a leavening agent to that, that heavy-duty dramatic play that you think you're in. It brings a leavening agent to it. So here, when I was young, this was like CNN news flashes all day, you know, you're fucked, or I'm never going to be fucked, or I didn't end up fired today, watch out, I'm going to take advantage of you. All this, all day. Now it's just Comedy Central. It's the same data going, it's the same ticker tape, but it's just hilarious to me. It really is. The, the myopic smallness of it is unbelievable. It really is. It can turn any topic and see how it, 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 it attains, pertains to it. It's mind-boggling. It really is. Like, you're talking to someone, they're talking about their mother. Oh, my mother. No, we're talking about their mother. My mother. Well, how did that happen? I was sharing my... Well, let me share about my fucking trip to Italy. I didn't ask about your trip to Italy. really is. Just talking about, oh, about me. It's all day. Yeah, you're looking for a big, big thing. It isn't a big thing. It's a simple, it's a very small heist. It's like, remember in the beginning of computers, these people robbed, they just took, they added it, they took in like a cent out of every transaction. No one would never be noticed, but it piled up to be a huge amount of money. But, you know, no one missed a penny, penny, but millions and millions of transactions. Yeah, this is what it's like. This is exactly what it's like. You're looking for a big fucking spiritual elephant, like a game hunter. It's an activity. It's an activity going on right now. The mental state is presenting a story, and behind the story is the audience it's playing to, which is us, yeah? We can see the story and then see so much beyond, or if it captures the attention, all you'll see is the story. And in the seeing of the story, there'll be a seeming forgetting of what you are, to the point that what you're not may even want to find it, <laughs> which is hell. 
<laughs> so that's the message. I seen it, it got corrected somewhat far out. And I feel everyone has the right to hear about it. Because I know if you hear that all you are is consciousness and all you are is love, you're hearing it from what you're not, it will make no fucking no sense to you. Yeah, because your day doesn't demonstrate it. You see people spinning on people, shit like that. It's all miscommunication, yes? Let's talk about what we're not. Yeah, we don't need to talk about what we are. There's no, there's not, there's no need to describe what you are because it's in, indescribable. There is a need to describe what you're not so you can recognize it from what you are, that you're not that. And then just have some, that space that's always available will become available to you. Yeah, you'll sense it during your day. Instead of claustrophobically living and be at the effects of what's not happening all day. If you're bummed out today, it has nothing to do with today, usually it's last week or next week. The mental state is producing effects out of what's not happening all day. You're worried you're going to have cancer where, while you don't, and then you feel fucking, fucking weird now. So it actually manufactured something out of nothing. It's like miracle work, it's really. We're making shit out of nothing all day. You're making shit out of next Wednesday. There's no next Wednesday. It's all happening now, but the mental state harvests tons of fucking dire consequences. I'm gonna be destitute next Wednesday. Are you destitute now? No, but you feel like you're destitute. You don't know the power of mind. The power of mind is giving everything all the meaning it has. The power of mind is the dreaming of the dreaming. This is an act called dreaming. It's not a noun called dreaming, it's the act called dreaming, yeah? And the mind is dreaming the dreaming right now. And some of the dreaming is going through this camera and we're seeing things in a bifocal manner and we're seeing a projection of mind as a reality from the perceived. See, where in perception, we think this place is real. If you followed the perception, you would see it's a projection of mind, yeah? A projection of mind, and that's dreaming. The dreamt sees the percept the projection as real. Yeah. To say to keep trying to convince this that it's unreal is totally wasted time. Just let the dreaming hear about it, and it already knows it's unreal. It doesn't have to be convinced. It knows because it's dreaming. This is wasted time. The dreamt believes this is real. That's this fucking source code. <laughs> oh, it's not real. Give me a break. Don't waste time on it. You do not need to work on this. You mean, is it? I've reached the maintenance. Seriously, I said it earlier. Blood pressure. So I meditate 20 minutes a day. If I'm meditating 13 hours a day, I think I'm going somewhere. Really. I'm thinking I'm going to transcend. That's spiritual addiction. For sure. You know, and, and the funny thing is, as the subject, you signed up for the retreat. It sounds really good to the head. Oh, yeah, I'll be bright and people will see how I am, loving gaze and everything. But then what shows up and really starts talking about the retreat is the object. So the left cheek does not want to sit for 13 hours on a fucking cushion. It's like trying to fucking lift itself up, do this, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not into it. 
body is not into, you know. <laughs> so you sign up for the retreat as the subject. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> but what shows up is the object. Fuck! Christ. <laughs> have you ever gone to a retreat? Have you? you ever walked into a zendo? You must have in a zendo. Beautiful, right? Cushion and then the little seat. After about a week at ones in the West, then there's mountains of cushions. Everyone's built the things to lift this up or this up because all the attention's on their fucking ass. Yeah? That's not going anywhere. It's just reinforcing the fact of what you're not. By you wanting to get out of you, it makes that you you want to get out of more real. funny well, after the fact. It wasn't funny sitting in Thailand meditating 13 hours for three weeks. It was funny. I was at this in temple there. The temples are public, yeah. We were doing a retreat there. Just You didn't pay money. You just went there. And uh, in Thailand, every male has to be a monk for three months. It's sort of like, like almost going into the army. So I had a little room they call Kuti. And uh, that was where I was doing most of the meditation. Then you walk around walking meditation. And, you know, having tons of spiritual experiences, seeing mandalas moving, everything like that. Ultimately, nothing happened, but it seemed about tons of phenomena. <laughs> and then, so there was, but there was a lot of these young kids with monk clothes, smoking cigarettes, driving motorbikes with, uh, with little ghetto blasters right across the way. And they also had these high-powered slingshots and my building was aluminum, like, and they were ting, these big sound like a fucking bomb. You'd be sitting there, ting, they were firing these giant rocks at my little, my little spiritual abode. And then a lot of mongrel dogs go to the temples because they don't get killed, you know, because the Buddhists don't want to kill anything. So every time they rang the bells, they all went into hellish mode. Ah! <laughs> morning, and it was right near an airport, the planes flying over. It wasn't that conducive, you know? And hilarious. Of course I was clear. Of course I had, you know, bright eyes. Of course! You can produce that with good makeup, maybe, now. I don't know. But the fact is, you leave, and the stubbornness of the mental system, the lower eye, all the experience, it soaks it up like a straw. And it makes something out of it. Now you're a fucking meditator. Now you're a spiritual person. Oh, I've seen it over and over and over and over again. Yeah? You're not going to find what you are by using it to look for it. It's not going to happen. You may have a great life. I like spiritual life but I'd rather have it presented as brain, body, maintenance. Yeah, and I would let, what the first things I would do is take out the word enlightenment, take out the word awakening, because I feel in spiritual out, of re, these spiritual groups, enlightenment has caused so much fucking mental suffering. Yeah, and awakening, what people would have been better off, they never heard about it. Because now, am I awake? They're awake. How could he be awake? He hasn't done half the shit I've done. Or you think you're awake and then you've lost it, which is really unbelievable. That is torture. Because now you become the doer of awakeness. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think that's it. I'm gonna get angrier and angrier so we guys. I love the message. It was very been very, very freeing, incredibly. That urge that was constantly driving me has simmered down greatly. Yeah? And now I'm here to uh, see what's going on. You know, I'm not looking through this moment to another moment. Yeah, I realized all there is is this. And you know what flooded in was acceptance, really. And I saw from the acceptance how unaccepting it's been since I was six years old on. It was always like seen as an urban renewal project. Constantly have to be worked on and worked on and improved or made better or something. It's slavery, really. It's slavery. The Toyota is a Toyota. <laughs> it's sort of like, yeah, I'll end with this one thing. This is a nice way of describing it. Let's say there's a, there used to be a camera in America called Brownie camera. It was like a little box camera, had a plastic lens. You basically just pointed and hoped, you know, you couldn't see really did anything. And it was 10 bucks and a lot of people have brownies. And so there's this brownie camera. And then this incredible camera walks by on a lovely tripod, HD, surround vision, everything's clear as clear thing. And it looks through the brownie camera just to see what life looks like from the brownie camera's point of view. And in the looking through it, it forgets that it's the bigger camera. Yeah? The looking is there, it still thinks it's, it's looking, but now it's being going through the brownie, and therefore the looking goes back to interpret it's the brownie that's looking, yeah? Even though it's the big camera looking, thinks it's the brownie looking, all right? And it's not seeing things clearly, and something's up, and it feels like I'm not being of most use, or other things. There's some, even though, as they say in Buddhism, dukkha, like a malaise or a suffering, and it doesn't know its answer, so there it is. So what happens is, it buys like a $10,000 Nikon lens and puts it on the brownie. But the thing is, the, the plastic lens is prior to the addition, so you still get the same fucking brownie picture, yeah? It keeps trying to improve the brownie, but the brownie is defined by the brownie, yeah? And then suddenly, someone walks by and another camera and says, hey, and he says, and he says hey, bro, what's happening? And he, and he goes, hey, you're not the brownie. And so now the, the camera hears that it's not the brownie, yeah? So the guy, let's say the guy described what it was like to be a brownie, and then it realizes, hey, I'm not that. It doesn't have to be fucking, you know, like crowbarred off. It was never the brownie, it just moves back. It still sees the brownie, but it's not looking from it now. It sees the brownie, yes? From itself, from the large picture, the large camera, yeah? It sees it. Now, it may still maintain the brownie. It may like the brownie. And it has a view. And the brownie has a certain view that's pretty persistent. Everything's seen as the brownie. That keeps going on. But it doesn't forget that it's the large camera, even if it looks through the brownie now. Yeah? So it's like the hand in the glove taking itself to be the glove. And then it has a moment where it realizes it's the hand. It can realize it's the hand while in the glove. Yeah? Now there's different, because it, now it knows it's animating a glove. It was never the glove, it will never be the glove, but it's appearing as a glove to all the other glove puppets, yeah? But it's not fooled anymore, fundamentally. It's realized it's a hand, yeah? 
That's the whole point. Because if you try to become a, a non-glove as a glove, that's just more glove. Yeah? This happens at these talks. That which you're not hears it and then tries to become a non-self as a self. <laughs> it doesn't work. I've seen it all. I've seen a lot of its moves. None of them work. Don't waste time trying to, to convince the dreamt that it's dreaming. Just talk to the dreaming about the dreamt. And then the dreaming will easily get, hey, I'm not that. And know what? The big beneficiary of that will be the dreamt. You will travel lighter if you're less of the dreamt. Yes? You will. It, the dreamt will do so much better with a lot of that interest and attention lifted off of it and dispersed, let's say, by wisdom to where now. Yes, it will enrich your Saturday. And then instead of using yesterday and tomorrow to enslave you in this Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm, uh, all right. Any questions? <laughs> it's a simple invitation. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you think you heard it or not. It's been heard. That which is hearing still hearing. Yeah. And it's like a spiritual subpoena. You've been served. And uh, let's see what happens. You'll see. Yeah, it, this is like a spiritual shoe store. We put out some shoes. If they fit, wear them. You know, if the, the statement, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha fits, wear it. It's a very, very uh, value-inducing uh, entertaining. Yeah? If you see that you, that's exactly what, quote-unquote, you've been doing most of your life, maybe that will give it the impetus to stop. Yeah? So now you'll be the Buddha looking for a lot of other things. I just, I love the part where you said, um, stop studying or seeking for what you are and study what you're not. Yeah. I never heard that before. I yeah. love that. Study what you're not. For sure. That's great. Because if you study what you're not, some of it's going to get through to what you are. And what you are is going to say, I'm not that. And once it says, I'm not that, it's ability to be free will be available, which is freedom from it, not as it. Yeah, most of us are trying to be free as this. And there's a lot of people at certain meetings that there's hundreds of years of spiritual practice there, and they're still out of meeting. It's not worked. Yeah, it hasn't worked. You can't get out of a, if you are the car, you can't get out of the car. Yeah, you have to see something. And in seeing that, you realize you were never in. So there's no need to get out, actually. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It doesn't take any time to, uh, to arrive at where you already are, it doesn't. And I'll tell you, this, what you are is of timelessness and it will, you will sense that. When it appears as a solution in this little situation, it will be of timelessness, like a thief in the night. It's just a download with no beckoning or thought or effort. You just express it. What this is, is an expression. It's not a cause. Yeah, it's an expression. If it's given over to that, yeah, there'll be that kind of expression. We've had enough. We know what the mental state's expression is going to be. It's all about me. Yeah. Yeah. In the course and in recovery, we, they have these, these have these ideas of the Holy Spirit and the higher power. 
Yeah, maybe in, in China it, it would be the uh, ancestors, whatever. Yeah, there's this idea that there's other forms of direction other than the self-centered direction. And so you've experienced enough to realize what you're relying on is a failed system, and you've also learned that you can't get out of the failed system as the failed system. And the root of the dilemma is I'm identified as the system that's failed. Yeah? So trying to get out of it is also part of the failure. Yes? Yes. So now you see it differently, and then you go, wait a minute, this thing I'm listening to is a failed GPS. It's got maps from 1970. Fucking crazy. Always brings me to police stations and failed relationships and fucking things, yeah? I don't want to listen to this anymore, but I don't know about any other stations, you know? So what happens is you make up an idea, higher power, Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit in this idea takes the six, because the brain is interpreting all this information, yeah? And it's interpreting it to the body. Well, let's say the higher power, the Holy Spirit doesn't interpret light to the body. It interprets it, 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 interprets it let's say, to the spirit, so to speak, yeah? So the same data, the same material, the same uh, metadata, the same information produces a whole different case based on who's collating it, yeah? So you have lived being directed by a failed system, what would it look like to be directed by a reliable system of certain ease and comfort, yeah? Just like if you go to a country that has universal health care, they don't have a certain strain of anxiety that we have in America. I went to Sweden and stuff like that. They, they have housing, they have health care, there's a, a certain like anxious uh, string in their little guitar that's not being plucked all the time, yeah? So they can enjoy more life more and stuff like that. So this is in a way sort of similar to that. You're taking the, you're taking the information in, no matter what, but what's collating it is differently. So when it downloads to you, it gives you different direction, yeah? And it gives you a different location on your little GPS. <laughs> And the location is, hey, I'm chill. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm looking for. Or as a great little mantra of, you know, it goes, I think, gone, gone, gone to the other shore. <laughs> Arriving at the other shore on having never left. Yeah? Why not start at on having never left? Cut out all the other sentences, just on having never left. That's basically the new GPS. <laughs> really, it is. On having never left, see how your day would spin out from there instead of going, going, going to the other shore, arriving at that, hey, on having never left, wait a minute. Why was I going, going, going? If when I arrive, it tells me I never left, wait, let's, uh, let's save a lot of mileage by not going. Based on them having never left, right? It's beautiful to me. So, I'm saying we none of us have ever left. No matter how much we think we have, no matter how much faith we have in the thought system, it really hasn't changed anything. What the sky has never been, the sky has never been affected by the clouds that appear in it. No, you can have thousands, you can have a few. A plane flies through it, it never calls the tower, said it ran into a big chunk of sky. 
yeah? When it rains, the sky doesn't get wet. The sky is like mind, yeah? Yeah? The mind is open, allows everything to appear in it, but it's not affected by anything that appears in it. Why not have a little of that in here? And you can see it as on having never left, yes? So all those clouds that say you've been going here and going there are <laughs> happening in a sky that's never gone anywhere. And we are of the sky. Even though we think we're in the clouds, we are of the sky. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What I found out a long time ago, thanks to you, is that um, when I'm talking, it's not really me talking. It's my father or my uncle or my brother. So when people receive it, I used to get in a lot of trouble. Because I thought I was talking peaceful, calm, nice. But actually, it was coming out arrogant, nasty. Yeah. But I was, once I recognized it, things started changing. Those are all the, one of millions of examples of perhaps there's a better way. The better way will demonstrate it when it's entertained. It will demonstrate it's the better way. It's, it's not like, it's not based on belief, it's uh, based, it delivers the goods. That's the point. Do you think if this didn't produce a sense of satisfying contentment, I wouldn't be seeking? Of course I fucking would. It was unbearable to be in the mental, the mental state I thought I was in. It constantly provoked action, even and with very little wisdom, really. And then when I thought it was getting wiser, it was caught in this trap anyway. Yeah, I was fucking... And there's nothing right and wrong with it. Everything is valuable. So every what, what a beautiful thing a failed system can do is show you it's failed. So you'll stop relying on it. And really what these talks are about are really giving you nothing. So you're left with your own devices and you'll see they're not yours. You'll see they're the action figure's device and you'll stop fucking falling for Every time it demonstrates something, it implies you. Yeah? It's just demonstrating something. It doesn't have to imply you. So yeah. I'm really happy to be in New York on a sunny day. What? It's just a great place to visit. I wouldn't want to live here anymore. <laughs> but I really wouldn't. I've lived here, I don't, I like to be in somewhere else. But hey, all right, so uh, can we pass the basket?